I'm in a suit day and night, yeah, I done slay for it I never knew that if I rap, I could get paid for it State to state, different cities with the gang touring He ain't a beast, if he play, I had the gang storm him It's on the love of you, my brother, we got the same story Yeah, what you know about a kick, though? You wasn't with me, I was running in that house, bro Trying to get rid of Beautiful people, beautiful people, happy Emancipation Proclamation Day. Yes, sir. That's what we talk about. If you drunk, hungover, stop it. Get some uh, turmeric in you, some ginger, some water, some Pedialyte, (laughs) and get fed today and understand what this day is. It's not about watching some uh fictional ball drop and making some fake ass promises about the next 365 days of your lives nope not nope not for black folks it's so much more than that today we're gonna break it down till it's broken down to the very last compound shout out karis when i always shout out karis welcome to the show beautiful people it's your boy smith it's the show is public comment that's right public comment um you know how to tap in with me, man, man, you know how to tap in with me. This is, this is today is the first episode of season four. I've been at this for a minute. Now, granted, it's not a lot of shows, but I've been doing what I can, right? Season four. Welcome. Welcome. Appreciate the support. Um, the growth has been phenomenal. Um, I think I've been living up to what I've been trying to accomplish and I spread some positivity, some motivation, some education. Um, you know, we left off 2021 discussing the LCAP and we're going to continue with uh, the LCAP and uh, the deep dive into there and understanding its uh, purpose and how it's designed and who it's for and how it affects us. And if we're really actually even truly living up to the LCAP. But today, but today I digress. Today I digress and get back and focus on the Emancipation Proclamation for my people. Um, man, yeah. Uh, hog malls, greens, chitterlings. Is it chitlins or chitterlings? I love them either way. I don't care how you pronounce them or how you spell them. Chit- hey, folks. Chitlins are outstanding. Chitlins the next day warmed up whoo off the entire Richter scale brand new zip code so to say you know what I'm saying 
chitlins. You got to get some. Man, I hope I hope I run across some today at somebody. I don't know. Bring your boy some. Anyway, welcome to the show's public comment. Tapping in uh, on uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. I'm there. Um, hanging out. Put my information out there. Um, I was thinking about the name public comment. I told you guys how about, you know, how it came about, but man, as I was pondering like the last couple of weeks is like 2021, I was really, really making comments in the public, right? It was crazy. Like the, the first one was totally organic, um, in our little city we reside in, you know, I was asked to speak at the MLK, uh, actually the inaugural MLK day celebration. Um, that was just incredible by itself. And then, then the ball just kept rolling and th- organic things just kept popping up. Boom, boom, bam. What you know, your boys, they're speaking. Um, last but not least, but probably, you know, in, in, in my level of, uh, of, of hierarchy, I ended the year, uh, giving the keynote speech, um, at, uh, Golden Hills Community Day School, which I, I mean, I was totally blown away. I was humbled. I was flattered. It was an honor to speak to young people. And, you know, give them some words of encouragement as they uh, 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 transcend into their grown up world, the adult version of themselves to improve, to be encouraged, to do great things, to inspire them. So the whole public comment kind of came full circle, you know, in my in my, in my mind, at least. Right. Um, so, again, you know, I'm flattered and I'm humbled. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Please share. Um, with someone, you know, they, you might think they might want to listen to what I got to say. I'm just one of so, so many people on the podcast, popping it open and shooting them out. Um, I'm proud to uh, say, you know, we, we did a lot, uh, came up on some things with some new books and authors. It was phenomenal. We're going to keep that going. Uh, small black businesses. We're going to keep that going this year, you know, just trying to do some things different, man, you know, and, but still add some of the same things that we had uh, improving on them um and, and and getting it out there so um let's get on with it happy emancipation proclamation day that's what it is um I, you know by by a show of hands because i can see you i can see you in the make-believe world by a show of hands uh how many of you know the emancipation proclamation how many of you know the purpose uh who signed it when it was signed what day it was signed, uh, things of that nature. And actually, who's it pertain to, right? Um, maybe some of us, including myself, uh, maybe uh, was uh, introduced to it in a very brief segment of history while we was in school or while you was in school. Maybe we, they did not go into full detail on its meaning, uh, its uh, effectiveness or lack therefore of, depending upon what side you stand on. But again, the Emancipation Proclamation, if you will, enlighten me. Uh, stay tuned for the next couple of minutes. Hopefully, you know, I, I, I want to I would just want to touch on it. And then, you know, I just have a couple questions I like, just like to throw out there. Right. And, and, and you know, those questions, you can uh, feel free to hit me up on any social media or uh, email me. What however you want, if you know you have any suggestions or comments or reactions to the questions I'm going to throw out there. So let's get on to it. So, you know, in its basic form, in the basic form of the definition of the Emancipation Proclamation, in summary, it basically stated all persons 
in rebellious states, we'll get to that, in rebellious state, held as slaves, are and henceforward shall be free. All persons, and I'm going to read it again in quotation, uh, all persons uh, held as slaves, uh, still in rebellious states, are and henceforth shall be free. Okay, that's the, that's the, that's the gist of the Emancipation Proclamation. It was a federally signed, well, it is a federally signed document by then President Abraham Lincoln on January 1, 1863. Okay, January 1, 1863. There is so much to unpack with, with what I just said. The Emancipation Proclamation is a federally signed document by a former sitting, acting, we would say sane, uh, President Abraham Lincoln. It was signed January 1st, 1863. In, 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 in summary, it stated, all persons held as slaves in rebellious states are and henceforward shall be free. Okay. Uh, so I guess where I'm at is, you know, just really pick it apart a little bit. Um, all persons held as slaves in rebellious states. So you're saying, so rebellious states, let's understand, is code for Southern states, right? Um, and yet it's, that is a dog barking in the background uh, because this is a real live show and he's an idiot dog, uh, but never mind, he's protecting because someone rang the bell and he's going to bark forever. So um, just ignore him. Um, so the, the slaves were henceforward going to be free. So there's a couple things. One, we got... Uh, they didn't even mention the the slaves that they had to kind of ingratiate themselves going forward. Like, you know what? We're not even going to mention that we don't particularly enjoy uh, black folks. Uh, so we're not letting them do it. But they're not slaves in the North, right? They're, they're not technically slaves. They're indentured servants. They can only do so many things, but they're not slaves like the South has, like that kind of slave, right? So I think is purposely put in there uh, the the rebellious states, right? And then are and henceforward shall be free. Are like mean like today, right? You're you're a slave, and then going forward, you you you're going to be free too. That's to me. That's that's the that's the hilarious part. Henceforward, so you know because there's there was going to be they knew this this is how white they knew that there was going to be some clown down the road talking about. Oh, well, nope. That that was back then. They didn't say anything about going forward. So niggas get back on the plantation. So they had to purposely put those words in there, man. I'm telling you, the word is the the, the things is crazy. Um, and then the the you know the the year, uh, the date. I should say not necessarily a year, but the year is important. But more or less the date, the time frame of when this Emancipation Proclamation uh, was signed. January 1, 1863. What's going on during that time? It's the Civil War, right? It's the Civil War. They're somewhere close to um, the end-ish of the Civil War. They're kind of like in the peak, but it's, it's dwindling down. And, and I think this was kind of like, here, okay, let's take a stance. Let's let's move forward. Either we are or we ain't, right? So you, you're in the middle of the Civil War. What is the Civil War, right? The, 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 the Civil War was 1861 to 1865-ish, around those times. 
again, the basis of the Civil War was slavery. Slavery. And then the expansion thereof slavery into newly acquired parts of this, these colonies, this, this country that the United States or was soon to grow into the United States uh, of this America that I was trying to grow into, right? The timing to me is so much and it's going to lead me into the, to the questions I want to put out there, but you know, just really quick. So understand that the civil war basically was a, a fight for slavery to end slavery or to keep it going. Okay. All of that comes with, um, taxation with our representation the south wanted to count the blacks but they didn't want to count the blacks and give them uh you know the rights of a human being and, and things of this nature and, and again that was power you know when when the congress is formed and the senate is formed the government was formed you know taxation representation you get representation in the senate in the congress with how much headcount you have right so understand all of that that's going on now you throw in the possibility of gaining more ground more territory through that at that particular time, the Louisiana Purchase, the Louisiana Purchase, <laughs> Louisiana Purchase, 1803, a couple years now before the Emancipation Proclamation, a couple years before the Civil War, the, the Louisiana Purchase is so flawed just in 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 the the, the just the, the generic aspect of itself. Uh, the, so the 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 Americas purchase land. Uh, at some ridiculous amount for that particular time uh, from France. Um, God, they purchased some land from France that France had invaded <laughs> this particular part of the country and assumed it was theirs because they put a flag there and said, we capture it because in the name of France, blah, blah, blah. So now we're going to sell it to some other thieves, right? Um and thus you have the, the, the Louisiana purchase. What's, what's funny about the Louisiana purchase is it only, it only, the, 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 the America only got uh, a certain amount of that Louisiana territory, right? In, in, the, in the, in the purchase, it says that, okay, we'll, we'll take this, but the rest of it, you're just going to have to conquer to acquire, conquer. That means they're going to go out there and create war, to create mayhem. The, the basis of what the United States is built on is war, violence, uh, murder, mayhem, destruction in the name of. That's what America is built on. Understood? Civil war in the name of violence. We're killing people, right, for power. That's what we're talking power, right? They're, they're getting more land, so we got to control it, right? Also part of, of that, Civil War uh, and, and the Louisiana Purchase. Now you've got to look at the Mexican-American, United States, whatever you want to call it, war, right? Um, that was the 1846, 1848-ish time when the, at that time, again, United States was fighting Mexico over the Texas territory, which, <laughs> depending upon what side you're on, was clearly signed over to the U.S. Uh, by Mexican General Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana. But since he was under duress when he signed it, Mexico was like, no, 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 we're not recognizing that. 
So you don't have tech. So that thus created this war and Texas then, you know, cause some of the, the residents at that time wanted to uh, fall under the United States uh, process of living in, 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 in that, that life. Uh, and then some didn't. So you, again, power struggle. So those two main points kind of set the tone for your civil war. Okay. Understanding that part of that, that, that Texas struggle, Texas would come in and join the, 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 the United States as a slave state, as a slave state. Now you, now you upset the balance of Congress, the number of free states, the number of slave states fight, fight, right? That right there, you know, I'm, 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 I, as much as I understand, I recognize and I appreciate the Emancipation Proclamation. I appreciate it so much that I keep a copy with me in my vehicle as I drive around because quiet is kept. What other, you know, um, um, extensional uh, awards you receive, your licenses, your certificates, this, that, and the third, PhDs, MBAs, what have you. Without the emancipation, all of those things are null and void and are useless. That's why I keep a copy of it because my driver's license is useless without the emancipation proclamation because I can't be just driving around. I can't be off land. I, I can't be out without a note. Understand, you, you, if, if, if a black person was traveling didn't matter how far he was traveling, but if they was traveling, they needed a note from the slave master to say, this Negro can pass at this time with this amount of people with this load. And he's going to be there and he's going to come back. And this is where he, this is the path he's going to be on. You needed a note to travel. You needed a signed permission slip. <laughs> Why you, I, uh, you, you, you K through six, you needed a permission slip. Like you was going on a field trip. Right. Just in case some other white folks ran across you, said, hey, yo, nigga, fuck you think you going. You got a slip, boy. You got to figure that's what they're going to talk. That's how they're going to talk. Right. So I, I gave that quick, you know, just background of the Emancipation Proclamation, his dates and some of the key points to say this. <clears throat> because, again, you're talking about a time when there was a power struggle in the government. Okay. The North knew that their growth somewhat indirectly was because of the slave industry. That's what it was. It was a slave industry. This nation was making millions and millions of dollars off of free labor of slaves. Okay. Everything, everything. Don't just think it was cotton, tobacco, uh, tobacco fruit, um, domestic service, anything you can think of, they was making money off of it. So I had to ask myself, you know, did the good old boy Abe and the rest of his buddies um, that concocted this Emancipation Proclamation, was it out the absolute kindness 
and moral capacity that they have as human beings? Or was it merely um, a, a let's do this and then move on because we can't afford for this nation to crumble because we can't because we can't recognize our atrocity. All right. So it's basically like a second place award. You didn't win, but we're gonna give you a participation prize. And that participation prize is Emancipation Proclamation. My reasoning for that question is this. Remember, Abe signed this January 1, 1863, this Emancipation Proclamation, which said, in part, all persons held as slaves in rebellious states are and henceforward shall be free. Well, you know, in 18, the, the Internet didn't exist in 1865. Uh, there was no TikTok. There was no um, duo. There was no FaceTime. There was there was no fax. There was no email. I don't even think the Pony Express was popping off at that time, right? So, how do you think people found out about this? Do you think like plantation owners who was making a cook a billion dollars off of these slaves, or what about that one poor not poor? I'm just saying it, 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 uh, uh, tongue in cheek. The poor slave owner who only had like five slaves and his 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 farm was going to crap and he's pissed at the world you know because it didn't work out for him whatever you think they're gonna tell now my we wasn't we didn't we couldn't write we couldn't read we can do math there was a lot of things we couldn't do as black folks you think they're gonna tell us oh hey 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 boy you can go free come on come on come on man right you you gonna you gonna you gonna you gonna bleed that turnip till you can't bleed that turnip no more, right? You gonna have federal marshals knocking on your door, Adolf. You gotta let the slaves go. What? I ain't know nothing about that. <laughs> so you go into it didn't it, it's allegedly allegedly in uh now they call it Juneteenth, June nineteenth, eighteen sixty five. That's when General Order Number Three was issued to the people of Texas to say, hey, listen. You inflate you enslaved folks is free now. They like what? <laughs> no one told us we didn't get that email. And that's why I asked that two years had passed. Two years had passed. If, 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 if I'm Abe and Abe was talking about, you know, the humility, oh, you know, you can read his speech on why he wrote, why he signed this, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, if you really meant it, and, and all these other people, if you really meant it, wouldn't you had made it a point to travel or to, hey, listen, man, let's make sure these folks is free. No, no, no. You know, again, just things that just pop off into my mind about was it really truly um, a moral and ethic move or was it a participation trophy kind of scenario with the Emancipation Proclamation? Um, because, because important date, important date, January 31st, 1865. Congress passed the 13th Amendment. No slavery, except for incarceration, <laughs> right? But that date is important because you, you, you in, 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 two years before you say, oh, listen, hey, listen, 
um, you guys can be free. But two years pass and some folks still ain't free. But before that last slave or those last slaves were informed on June 19th, what, six months earlier? Six months earlier, Congress passed the 13th Amendment. And that just, that I'm, I'm, again, that just fuels my fire. Like, was y'all doing this because you was morally sound or as a participation trophy and things got overlooked? So we got to start, you know, making some changes. We got to start doing some things because how can you have a 13th Amendment if everybody ain't free? That was supposed to happen with the Emancipation Proclamation. You know what I'm saying? So, and then the people involved with it, because, you know, so, so Abe wasn't, Abe just signed it. Abe just signed the Emancipation Proclamation. You know, to me, what the important part is the people that was just debating this, you know, all of those senators, those represent, representatives, um, was arguing literally over human beings, Right. I'm going to end. I'm trying to finish up under my little 30 minutes, you know, because it's, it's a it's a story that sits well with me. Well, just it, because it resonates again and it supports my questions. Was this moral or was it participation trophy? Um, there was a senator from Massachusetts, a Republican senator, Charles Sumner. Now, he was one who tried to initiate uh, this 13th Amendment. Right. Um, because his 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 fight, his fight after this Emancipation Proclamation, was to guarantee equal rights to the freedmen. Guaranteed equal rights to the freedmen. That led him to get his ass beat in, in, in the Senate chambers. So you remember, uh, was that, January 6, 2021, and them folks went in there, and them, them, them patriots, <laughs> them rioters went in there. That's not the first time someone got their ass beat. This didn't happen back in the 1800s. Another senator went in there because he didn't like the way Sumner was talking about these freedom, what they could get and how they should act and blah, blah, blah. So they, they whooped his ass with a cane. Charles Sumner whooped him with a cane. Right. So Sumner's stance was, hey, let's make sure in this 13th Amendment that we get guaranteed equal rights across the board for the free men. Well, there was another senator. I, I, I want to say his name was uh, Henderson from Missouri. Henderson, like, no, 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 my friend. No, sir. No, not going to. Listen, what we're going to do, this is what we're going to do. We'll give them freedom. That's what I'm going to give them. And that's what, he, and that, that was the whole uh, battle cry for this 13th Amendment and getting it ratified. So what did they agree on? No slavery other than repayment for incarceration. That's another, another avenue, another layer. Um, after they, you know, they they passed this this Thirteenth Amendment, and they they ratified it. You know, uh, Henderson, Senator Henderson, gave you know his little interview. You can find it. You know, you don't have to believe me. You can find it, look it up. And he basically stated, "Listen, <laughs> um, we were not in the business to give black men equal rights. We was giving them their freedom solely and only." They can discuss their equal rights with their respective states. Again, I ask this Emancipation Proclamation, was it a moral move or was it just a participation trophy to keep the status quo? Because you still have this other part uh, of, of um, inservitude 
for incarcerated folks, which again, I don't want to get into that because it's going to take us out of time, but that's what the gist of it. The Emancipation Proclamation, to be told, was to give us free, not equal rights. It was to give us free, but not equal rights. Equal rights was never even a part of it. Okay? So understand that. That's what January 1st is about, should be about, should be sensationalized. It's so screwed up that this, this country is that they focus on the two years later, Juneteenth. They got too many drunk people. They sell too many alcohols, money, sensationalism to make so much money to have a dumb hat and 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 fireworks and blow those horn things on um, December 31st that they don't even discuss or talk about uh, Emancipation Proclamation. It is a ugly truth to this country. Shout out to Haiti. Haiti, January 1st. Um, became the first slave rebel to get and, and, and emancipate the entire country. Say that Haiti shout out to y'all. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Um, real spill. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for listening. Please share this tune in again. It's going to be next week. We're getting back on the LCAP people. I ain't forgot about it. We're getting back on the LCAP. I appreciate y'all. Y'all got 365 days of a blank canvas to do something incredible. Have a conversation with someone that don't look like you. You might learn something. Hug somebody, love somebody, and grow better. Shout out, Bird. These people do not understand. I'm moving as fast as I can. Sending my prayers to God. He doing whatever he can. I'm way too deep in this field. But fuck it, I'm taking a chance. That boy thinking he is a beast. I'm knocking him off his stance. These people do not understand. I'm moving as fast as I can. Sending my prayers to God. He doing whatever he can. I'm way too deep in this field. But fuck it, I'm taking a chance. That boy thinking he is a beast. I'm knocking him off his stance. And we rolling that dope up again. Ready to go spin again. That bitch gon' do what she do. But she know a young nigga the man. And 